Don't from the new record from Brittany Danielle entitled Hindsight. This is PJ Ewing, your host of Lester the Nightfly. This is part two of a two-part series featuring Brittany, Brittany Danielle from the West Coast, from Seattle. She's got a lot to say about retro pop, which is sort of the category that she's in with her really entertaining, fun music. Let's get back to my interview with Brittany Danielle. 
I felt like I'm like a, like a, a 13 year old girl in my notebook. There are exclamation points all over my Evernote as I was listening to your music. What a beginning of a song. What a hook. I'm, I'm, I'm suddenly in the middle of the 80s, mid, mid 80s in my head. I wanted to sing along. This is called Words. Let's take a listen. We're listening to Brittany Danielle on Lester the Nightfly.
So this is a, a, a big one. I got to believe that people are going to just love this song, Words From You. This is one of my favorite ones that came from uh, the hook was stuck in my head for probably two months. And I couldn't figure out what specifically I wanted to link it with. This song was in four different pieces. So the first verse was separated. The bridge was separated. The set, the other verses, everything was separate. So this is one of those moments, another what if moment where I felt like if I could just shorten certain phrases to fit, then it would all work. So this one took a little bit of extra time and I ended up taking four or five different parts of fragmented songs that I had written and piecing them together and trimming some of the fat to make it fit. And it took a while for me to really like this song because I was like, ah, I forced it. You know, I just felt like it was kind of a throwaway, maybe a, a good exercise in stitching a piece together. But once I got it in front of the band and the guitar part was put in and the hook was sitting properly. I was like, Oh no, this works out really well. And it's now one of the favorites when I play live. Yeah. I no doubt about that. I was just thinking, you know, post release, how interesting it would be to do what we're doing right now with someone with you doing this with some people that you know, and mm -hmm. like dissecting and what do you hear? And are you hearing the lyrics? And you know, where, where's your brain? What, what do you feel? I, I'd be very curious to see what people think because sure. obviously my impressions are just, just mine, but sure. really good one. Okay. So you, you did it again to me, uh, the third or fourth time. Uh, yeah, seriously, big time. In fact, I was posting on Facebook last night. It's Sarah Borellis, yes. which you've taught me how to pronounce. <laughs> I was really headed in the wrong direction there. St. Honesty's the song. This is from 2019, the record Amidst the Chaos. Let's hear it and then let's have a little chat about it. Leaving all the windows open We don't even mind the rain Where we let The floors get wet So what if the hardwood stains Cause we're collecting evidence One remarkable storm How wild it was to find it Finally feel the climate Instead of only staying dry and warm Rain on us Saint Honesty Sweet 
won't sleep tonight While we brace against the wind Oh, these hearts, they're weather makers We'll go where they take us Until we find ourselves shelter again We won't settle for the silence We won't drown in the tears We'll say every single word Even if we think they'll hurt Let the rain wash away So I heard this song and I really loved her voice. It was stunning and I wanted to go deeper uh, and I did. But let's hold that for a second. Tell us about St. Honesty. Well, let's see. I've loved Sarah for for a very, very long time. And I watch Saturday Night Live religiously. And she was on SNL to promote her new album. And she sang this song. And I sobbed. I was crying. She just hit me right in the heart. And it was one of those moments where it made me realize the impact that music has on people. I think that there's a lot of times where when you're writing, you kind of get into this mode of very workshoppy mode and forget about the art aspect of things and get into the mathematics of everything and the lists that you need to check off. And I was in the middle of 
finishing my album um, or finishing writing the songs. I hadn't decided quite what I was going to do with them yet, but it was one of those moments that pulled me kind of pulled me out of the workshop mode and reminded me why I love being a performer, why we do what we do. And her lyrics, she's just so prolific. She writes so well and she she writes very she writes very clearly like you know what she's saying she's not trying to make some sort of flowery poem that you have to dissect or try to figure out she, she's straightforward and that made me also feel good about the way that i write because i don't feel like i'm much of a poet when it comes to flowery words or uh trying to be Shakespearean or however some songwriters are really good at that. So she just continues to be an amazing inspiration to me. And she's an amazing pianist and she's just still kicking. She's just doing her thing and enjoying every minute of it. So yeah, that was a, a big, she's always been in my songbook, but that song really punched me in the heart. Well, it all makes sense now because it really stands apart from the, the the songs that you have, the other songs that you've referenced. It's it's got a different pace, it's got a calmness to it. But the word, in my opinion, is direct. You yeah. write in a direct way. You're not trying to cloud the issue. You're going to say what you're going to say, and clearly, she's doing the same thing. And I didn't quite appreciate that until I heard you describe her work. In my opinion, that's why this fits beautifully into the playlist. Yeah. because of the approach that she takes to songwriting, to lyrics, and that, that I think is, is present in your work. Yes. Yeah. She's definitely been a huge inspiration to me over the years. And her, her album list is deep. However. Yes. Do, 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 beat, 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 drum, <laughs> drum, do. However, my dear, you sent me spinning. Oh, here we go. Yes, because, and I mean it, I've got all, I, I went out of my head because there I was like, PJ, how do you not know this voice? Because Brittany, you, you introduced this, this artist to me. I've never heard of her in my life. What corner of, of the darkness are you in, PJ, that you don't know this, this phenomenal voice? And so I started poking around. I went to her website and there it was from a live recording in Atlanta. She does Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. And it's phenomenal. When are you gonna come down? When are you going to land? I should have stayed on the phone. Should have listened to my old man. No, you can't hold me forever I didn't sign up with you I'm not a present for your friends to open This boy's too young to be singing the blues You can't plant me in your penthouse 
So what do you think you'll do then? I bet they shoot down your plane It'll take you a couple of vodka and tonics To get you on your feet again Maybe you'll get a replacement There's plenty like me to be found Long grows who ain't got a penny Sniffing for tidbits like you on the ground. Oh, oh, oh. So goodbye, yellow brick road, where the dogs of society howl. I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. Her, her interpretation of that song. Yeah, she's she that it's one of the most beautiful interpretations. And I love Elton John. It's definitely another one of my influences. I can't believe I didn't give you an Elton John song. There's well, too many to choose from. Give me the options then. What what what, what would you consider if you included some Elton John? I love to cover Rocket Man when I do mm. solo. It's I I think it's one of one of my favorites. I feel like it's pretty well known, but I think it's one of the more intimate pieces that was written uh, that Elton and his co-writer wrote together because in the beginning, 
that I miss the earth so much. I miss my wife. That's how the lyrics were. But after Elton came out and started living his truth, he says, I miss the earth so much. I miss my life life. Yeah. And I just think that's so interesting. And I feel like this, that song is one that's grown with him a lot and it feels as if it's intimate to him. So I feel very close Uh, to him through that song. That that's a good answer. It's not the right answer, by the way, (laughs) but it's a good, it was a good try. It was a good try. The answer, (laughs) we are separated by 2000 miles. You'd come out and just smack me. I'm sure if, if we were sitting next to each other. The answer is Mona Lisa's and oh. Mad Hatter's sons and daughters. I just heard that this weekend, and I—I've forgotten how great that was. Now I know Spanish Harlem are not just pretty words to say. I thought I knew, but now I know. Until you've seen this trash can dream come true You stand at the edge while people run you through And I thank the Lord there's people out there like you I thank the Lord there's people out there like you While Mona Lisa's and Mad Hatter's Sons of bankers, sons of lawyers Turn around and say good morning to the night For unless they see the sky But they can't and that is why They know not if it's dark outside or light It's got, it's got a lot of songs to sing If I knew the tunes I might join in So many choices. I think almost anything from Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. I've got a gift for you, though, I think. Okay. Do you know uh, the Elton John song, Ticking? It's a tragic Bohemian Rhapsody kind of thing, but it's just Elton and the piano. Yep. I have recently... When Elton John came to Tacoma a couple years back and I went and saw him and that he was, doesn't do that song in concert, does no, he? No, no, but it sent me down a rabbit hole of, okay. oh my gosh, there's so many albums. I haven't heard everything. Yeah. And yeah. so I did, I did have a moment with that song. I don't know that it stuck with me though, but I did listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's an odd one and it, it's not radio play stuff. Odd it's, it's... from Elton John. <laughs> well, he was so inventive. You know, it's funny because I, I revere. It's mostly the earliest stuff, but I revere his work with Bernie Taupin. And I mean, I'm just he's Elton John and, you know, he's not the Lion King. He's not the comedic, uh, you know, guy with duck pants on Central Park. He's Elton John that, that set the world on fire at the very beginning. But, yeah. you know, the earliest work, I don't really know. My life with Elton John began it with Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, 
And there's work before that that really is astounding. Yes. That I don't know. It was very quick. It was in Los Angeles and he came and he just, everyone was just knocked over very quickly when, yeah. when he arrived. And it's just a, a piano man, just a guy with a piano. Okay, so anyways, rabbit hole, you, yeah. you got me to this marvelous place. Um, let's get back to you, my dear. All right. Rent, the song Rent, not the musical, the song Rent. Beautiful, beautiful. Let's listen to it and then we'll talk about it. I won't stay below Pushing 
This is new work, Rent, from your new record uh, that's just come out. It's called Hindsight, uh, Brittany Danielle. I wrote down Time War, Back to Childhood. <laughs> I wrote the, I wrote 1950s. I'm not exactly sure why I wrote that down. Maybe it was the rhythm. Yeah, there's a piano part that specifically was a 1950s. Bop, 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 bop. Oh, so I'm little, not crazy. Like, a little bit of Beach Boys surfer rock vibe at the beginning. What more can you say about Rent? Rent was stuck in my head. The The melody was stuck in my head for the entire month. I believe it was about to be springtime 2020. And the, the song prompt was freedom or freeing yourself of something. And this loop just kept going and going and going in my head. And I had two separate loops and I thought maybe they could go together or maybe they could be two different hooks. And I had no lyrics and the, the deadline quote unquote for the songwriting group that I mentioned was coming up. And I was like, I don't have anything. I just have this thing that's stuck in my head. I'm trying to write something else, but this keeps coming to the forefront of my, and I can't think of anything else, but I don't have any lyrics for this. So it kept I kept trying to put it aside and it wouldn't let me, it literally would not let me. I couldn't think of anything else. It was like one of those times where you get a song stuck in your head and you can't think of anything else, but it, ha it just happened to be my song that didn't have any lyrics. So I really didn't know what the song was about. It just, the melody was incessant. And I had been battling with a little bit of depression as I feel like a lot of us were. And all of a sudden I was like, oh, mental health. I could sing about these nasty thoughts, letting go of these like negative thoughts um, that I have in my head. You can't live in my head rent-free. And then it just took off from there. And the song was written in probably 10 minutes. Let's get to the next one though. It is called Liquid Drugs. Yes. This is stadium rock anthem. <laughs> I don't know what to say about it. Let's listen to it, and then we'll talk about it. This coffee just burned my tongue. Was trying to help this hangover. How could this have gone so wrong? I just wish you could lie better. Was wanting to find some truth. You tell me when I get older So I sip on your poisonous lips But someone had told me sooner You make me even feel so wrong I'm out the door, it won't take long You forgive me And seduce me Into your day These Seems like carry your weight on my shoulders Oh, it cost me so much to stay I'm getting calls from collectors You promised me skies of blue Now I'm choking on all your love letters While I'm willingly drunk on your words Holy water could get me sober You make leave and feel so wrong I'm out the door, it won't take long 
just burnt my tongue. I, I think I got this one wrong, but I wrote down the Jay Giles band from the 1980s. I don't do not know why. Oh. The lyric, uh, I'm choking on your love letters, really brilliant. What can you tell us about this one? This one is kind of a culmination of that that time when, when I had talked about earlier about being angry and taking um, a couple of years off from playing music at all. I was bartending and I got into a relationship that I didn't really want to get into. And so there was liquid drugs is for sort of stands for the amount of alcohol consumed while being in that bar industry. And then the amount of coffee the next day to kind of repeat the cycle. So, um, I started feeling as if it was an abusive relationship and wrote this song in that kind of in that vein. And that idea of this cycle was mentally abusive and physically abusive. And, uh, yeah. And that's kind of just where it came from. And I feel like the, the song that Fiona Apple really, um, she gave me a lot of ideas for writing this song because I love Fiona. I don't know why I also didn't give you a Fiona reference, but she, the way that she plays with time really gave me a lot of inspiration. So I did this in four, four time and it skips over to to six, eight. So it goes back and forth because I felt like that was the story. It's like you're in one timeline and then you're in another timeline and it just keeps going back and forth. Um, and then it's a little bit angry. So that's where it got a little bit more rock and roll, I think. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I was going to get to that too. return to that point. Why, if you, if you're open to talking about it, why, what was the catalyst and tell us about that anger and the, the, the rebellion against, I think what you were learning in school, if you don't mind, if you want, tell us about that. Sure. I, I think that there's, there's two different ways of learning. There's learning a trade where I believe art falls into learning a trade and then there's academic learning. And I, think that there, I understand why academic learning and art have coexisted, but I also don't quite agree with the way that we've decided to grade on art, art being painting, drawing, music, anything of that nature, because I do believe you need to learn how, but then judging and grading on on certain techniques or certain that's not what i mean certain takes on music is not doesn't promote creativity so if you're if you're learning a technique then and you don't do it correctly then yeah there's room for critique but if you're exploring your medium, I find it really discouraging to artists of all types to be judged or graded on that part of it, because I don't think that you can, because art isn't made for A's, B's, and C's. It's made for consumption of whomever 
it touches. Like if I write a song and you don't like it, that's okay because it's maybe it's not for you. But if I write a song and you like it, then it is for you. So it's, I feel like it's really hard to judge. And I think that the way that it is graded and treated causes a lot of discouragement for a lot of people who are extremely talented and extremely gifted. So that's where my anger came from because I knew a lot of people who had gone through the courses that I went through and just completely quit and haven't touched a piano ever again. So it it was frustrating to me because I wanted to see more of a cultivation of creativity, whereas I felt that it was forced into some sort of box that could be graded for academic purposes. And then so many lights were burnt out. Well, I think, you know, from something negative and something that really disrupted your, your musical life for a little while, uh, something really great has happened. All kinds of children, young people, adults, whoever your students are, are yeah. being taught in a different way. And they're not going to be burned out or turned off or uh, discouraged. They're going to be encouraged to yes. follow their nose. And that's yeah. a, a beautiful thing that came from that structure that you were uh, trying to deal with that, that was being sort of forced upon you. We've got one more. Brittany, this is PJ Ewing. We're with Brittany Danielle, uh, listening to Lester the Nightfly on some great radio station somewhere. Uh, and I, I just do appreciate you listening to this and exploring something different each week. Uh, the tagline that I've adopted recently is you never know what you're going to get and you never know what you're going to get. And this is in this case, we're getting some just phenomenal music, retro pop, we're calling it. Um, and it, it opens up so many wonderful doors. Before we listen to Nothing from your new record, which I really love, by the way, this one, um, let's go through how to follow you, how to support you one more time. Yes. So website is BrittanyDanielleOfficial.com. And the Instagram is BrittanyDanielleMusic. Facebook is also BrittanyDanielleOfficial. Believe everything else is Brittany Danielle official. Bandcamp, SoundCloud, everything is Brittany Danielle official. And we love Bandcamp. I believe. Do you know Brittany? There's a day of the month where it's all the money goes to the artist or something. Yes, there is a day. I'm not quite sure which okay. day. <laughs> we have to figure that out. I'll figure that out. This summer, I am playing at Brody Fest in July. I'm also playing at, let me look, let me look. Brody Fest is July 14th through 17th. And in August 31st, August 31st, I'm playing a show at the High Dive with Annie Jay. She's an amazing artist. She's also a redhead. I think we're trying to put together a full redhead show. <laughs> and then in September, I'm headed down to LA to play with some of my friends who helped me make the record, but also um, they're going to be my backing band and I'm just going to go on a mini tour. Hmm. Uh, just get, who are they? Let's, let's give them a little credit here. Who are the, sure. are the folks? Behind so, the Eddie Hewitt plays bass and he's in charge of gathering a guitar player and a drummer for me at the moment. So 
drummer and guitar player unknown, but Eddie Hewitt is the bass player and he's my friend from school. So another wonderful relationship that was made in, um, in college, in my, in my days that I was learning about myself and learning about my art. We've got one more song. It's called Nothing. Let's take a listen to it. And then we'll, uh, we'll say our goodbyes.
don't owe me nothing, even if you wanted, no matter what you thought you knew. And I don't owe you nothing, if I owed you something, the situation would be screwed. Oh, and you don't owe me nothing, even if you wanted, no matter what you Infectious, just fun, cheeky. That was my favorite <laughs> word for this song. I, it's not a word I use. I, I'm probably not allowed to use that word, but I, I wrote it down anyways. <laughs> Smart Alec, I wrote yeah. that down too. The Roland, or, or whatever the keyboard was going on, made me laugh. I was just t- taking great delight in this song. What, what was really going on here, Brittany, in this song, Nothing? Nothing was a song that I wrote when... I was kind of going through a little bit of a self-discovery of what I, how my therapist says, don't should yourself to death. And this is one of those moments where I was realizing how many times I was saying you should do this and you should do that. And um, realizing that I was also allowing other people to should myself to death. And I decided I didn't want to deal with that anymore. So it's a little bit of a, I don't owe you nothing to myself. The things that I, was piling on myself and and uh making these expectations that weren't actually coming from me but they were coming from outside influences and also kind of a message to the people that I wanted to start making boundaries with that I I don't have to do these things that you're requesting of me and it doesn't make me a worse person and it doesn't make me a better person but I need to find my own path and I don't want to do that anymore. I think it's uh, very healthy to be able to take care of yourself, self-love, mindfulness. It's, uh, you know, you've got to be whole yourself. Yeah. And then you can give the things you are able to give to the world. But you've, you've yeah. got you to be strong. I'm giving know what I'm missing no time for wishing make my skin thick and this time you wanna ruin me but I know what I'm getting staying up dipping open and ripping I favor your humor should I got sooner I'm a late bloomer it's fine you're gonna ruin me and I don't have a reason to change Part of a game and still insane You're in my brain and I, I don't think it's up for debate You're still the same, no one to blame It's in my veins Go on and ruin me Go on and ruin my life It's like coffee and whiskey Drop of dopamine Don't wanna 
This has been really fun, Brittany. Seriously, great. Thank you so much for having me. This was really fun to talk about where these songs have come from. I've been working so hard on the recording and and editing parts that it's really fun to go back and talk about why these songs exist at all. So thank you for that. has been a PJ DJ production.